Hi everyone, Find the Wine Tano here, the internet's busiest music nerd, and it's time for a review of the new Kanye West album, Donda. This is a brand new LP from legendary Chicago rapper, singer, songwriter, producer, designer, former presidential candidate. Kanye West. Not gonna overdo the intro on this thing, as I think Kanye West has a reputation that precedes him at this point. Most people have their own perception of him, including me, and I'm not uh, seeking to change that in this review. But I do have some opinions about his new record here, which had a pretty dramatic lead-up. There was a sudden announcement, then followed one release date pushback after another. There was also a series of theatrical listening events over which the record seemed to kind of take shape in terms of its songs, its production, its features. It kind of reminded me of the hectic way in which the Life of Pablo rolled out originally, but uh, maybe this time it felt longer. <laughs> and God help me if this album's features and mixes are like, changing over the next six months. The whole rollout suddenly turned adversarial as Kanye and Drake struck up beef in the middle of it, too. Seemed like for a moment they might drop their new records on the same day. Then, of course, things got controversial at the final listening event, which featured DaBaby off of his recent live comments that got him in hot water. Oh, and Marilyn Manson, who was also fresh off some really damning grooming and abuse allegations. Now, I hate to have to detour this whole review to go into this and my thoughts on it, but I have to. As annoying as it can be, I'm usually all for Kanye playing provocateur, but not when abuse victims and the LGBTQ community are collateral damage. In my opinion, that's whack as fuck. Now, it still wouldn't be an excuse, but it would be one thing if it felt like their inclusion played into some vital message to the record, because many fans were theorizing it may have had something to do with forgiveness and sin and cancel culture. But if that was the intent, ultimately, there was no real follow-through on that message. Manson and DaBaby only ended up being relegated to alternate versions of tracks on the end of the record if they were central to some kind of idea Kanye wanted fans to take away from Donda. I don't think they would be used as live show props, headline fodder, and just, you know, bonus material. Now, if you're familiar with Kanye's back history, you know he's not beyond cringe-inducing promotional stunts and tacky moves. And easily, this was one of the tackiest and most transparent. And I hope this is the last time I have to say that. So we are finally on the other side of this wall of flames with the album. The album is out. The album is here. And of course, it's huge. It's long. It's a massive project, which I don't ultimately see as a bad thing, because after Jesus is King and some of Kanye's very public mental health struggles, I was worried we wouldn't get another record from him over a half an hour long for a while. And I'm actually shocked Donda came out sounding as cohesive as it does, because between the rollout, the stuff with Drake, his separation from Kim Kardashian, there's been a lot to knock Kanye off of his balance. But that being said, this record is not without its flaws. Kanye clearly lacked the wisdom to 
edit out or shorten some of the more inconsistent or indulgent moments here. I will not go as far as to say this record is bloated, as some people have, but the extended outro on God Breathed just seems kind of unnecessary, even after having listened to it multiple times. Baby Keem completely derails what would otherwise be a pretty great highlight on the record, delivering a verse that can't quite seem to get started or find any sense of direction. Sometimes he even has uh, difficulties delivering a coherent thought. Tame Impala, bada da bada da bing, okay. Then the track Junior runs sort of like a Playboy Cardi ripoff with its very repetitive, distorted beat, overuse of ad libs, and of course Cardi is on this track as well. Personally, I don't mind Kanye trying this sound out, but I think he kind of already got away with creatively hijacking it on Off the Grid to a degree. Playboy Cardi is on that track too, and that song is killer from front to back. I think this was just kind of an instance where he should have quit while he was ahead and just moved on to one of the many other great tracks that are already on the record. Now, I like the track Believe What I Say a lot. It's a very warm and luscious, fun and catchy piece of hip house with a great Lauren Hill flip in it. But the more I listen to it, the more the song feels completely out of line with the record's core vibes and aesthetics. Maybe in a way that is the point because overall this does feel like a very cold and desolate album and this is one of the only moments of, of fun on the LP, I think, and Lauren Hill's voice is one of the few moments of a strong female presence as well. But still, I can't shake the feeling that the song runs like a T-Lop afterthought and just sticks out like a sore thumb and not the best. Way. There's also Remote Control, which I think, at least for me, wins the award for worst chorus on the entire record. The hook lyrics and melody from Kanye are so awkward, are so thrown together. I'm just so not into this one. Even a decent thugger verse cannot save it. Shout out to Video Game Donkey, though, for influencing one of the weirdest anomalies to ever crop up on a Kanye album at the very end of the song, though. I am a glab, 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 glabby, 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 glab. Then what is is the track new again? I mean, I love the intro to this track. I kind of get a graduation vibe off of it, but overall to me this feels like a piece of Christian EDM with Chris Brown. Yes, Chris Brown is on this track. Reminder that uh, the concerns Marilyn Manson stirred up with his inclusion on this record also still apply to Chris Brown, who continues to get uh, features industry-wide at this moment. Then there was also the track Tell the Vision, which in my opinion just did not need to be. We know most Kanye albums aren't just an artistic statement or a singular vision, but also a reflection of hip-hop's current landscape. He tends to pull a lot of the newer talent that's out there right now. So with that, I appreciate Kanye wanting to work some kind of like pop smoke tribute into this record at some point, but I feel like this is not it. Not only do the swear edits in the pop smoke vocal in this interlude sound really awkward, but the ghostly manipulations of his voice just come off really odd. The whole instrumental doesn't really bring much of a vibe or a groove either. None of it flows from or into the tracks that surround it. Again, as much as I think this track had its heart in the right place, it comes off really thrown together. My biggest complaint on the record past this point probably lies with the song Pure Souls, which does feature great appearances from Shensia as well as Roddy Rich. The organ chords on this track are great, the instrumental is generally impressive, but at the midpoint, I'm just not that into Kanye's verse. I think it's his 
least interesting verse on the entire record. It's a bit of a drag. He doesn't seem to know how to end it at one point. He kind of starts off by going into his past and his retail addiction and then goes into some singing passages from there. And intentional or not, I'm just not crazy about the audible crackling due to the bum mastering on this track on the back end. So yes, when it comes to this record, I have complaints. I really do. But I also have a lot of praise for this project as well. Yeah, it's kind of a mess, but I also think it's leagues beyond Jesus is King, and it's kind of what I wanted out of that record to begin with. As I said in my review of that album, it didn't so much feel like an expression of Kanye's faith as much as it felt like an extension of the mental health struggles that Kanye was having on his records just before that, but uh, with a religious angle. But Donda, by comparison, runs like a much more thorough and sincere vision of praise. However, with that, don't expect Kanye's religious convictions to become any clearer this time around. Because once again, Ye's beliefs continue to sound uh, super specific to him. And as someone who's not particularly religious, I guess that doesn't really matter too much to me. Still, it does not seem like Kanye is guided by some kind of collectively understood word of God. More like he's gonna do whatever the hell he feels like doing, and then come up with some kind of religious rationalization for it after the fact. Now, while it may be easy to objectively poke holes in Kanye's faith, objectivity and personal belief in a higher power don't usually mix anyway. And I'd argue the passion he portrays for his faith is still pretty compelling. In that way, Donda does kind of succeed as a spiritual statement, with the occasional tributes to his mother and allusions to his recent family struggles. Because in its best moments, Donda has a lot of topical focus, as well as songs and instrumentals that feature a very stark and spacey presentation. There may be a lot of talk of God on this record, but it doesn't feel like a godly, warm, heavenly experience. A lot of this LP, to be honest, feels like Kanye begging to be released from this purgatorial state, which I think is hinted at instrumentally and aesthetically in numerous ways, like the very stiff and drumless progression of Jail, or the industrial throbbing beats and distorted vocal samples on the song God Breathed, which are kind of Yeezus-esque. There's the rudimentary rhythms, chilling atmosphere, and sunburnt gospel choir hits on Hurricane. The more I listen to my favorite parts of this LP, the more I feel like I am experiencing some otherworldly sound. It's simple, it's bold, it feels like something Kanye would do, but it's kind of warped and distorted in a surreal way. Now, as I was saying earlier, Donda may not be the most consistent record under the sun, but it does kind of make up for that with a 40-day, 40 40-night 40 flood of highlights, features that focus on the overall concept at hand, and some verses from Kanye that make him sound like he's uh, sort of his old self again. As I was saying, there are some great features on this LP that really met the moment. Uh, Jay-Z on Jail, I love his wordplay. On this cut, he is charismatic from end to end, and uh, the way he kind of pushed at Kanye a little bit with that red cap line is further than I thought he was gonna go, for sure. Then there was 5 eo 4 on Off The Grid, which I have sort of been into this guy's music up until this point. Like, he's been hiding his fucking power level. Are you kidding me? He went at length on this song and just had some of the best bars, some of the smartest lyrics, some of the most 
uh, like emotionally compelling imagery on the entire record and he was just going and going and going and going and going. Plus I loved the drill style beat change that happened underneath him too. The Weekends vocals on Hurricane are great. Lil Baby on that track continues the creative streak he's been on as of late. He's really coming into his own and it's great. Vori and Lil Durk both give very personal and moving vocal performances on Jonah. Then Kanye, Cuddy, and Don Tolliver all layer up into pure vocal bliss on the song Moon. Even West Side Gun and Conway back up the record's godly themes on Keep My Spirit Alive. Jay Electronica delivers one of his best features in a while on Jesus Lord. So yes, most of the features on this record are impressive. They add so much to the overall experience. But the songs are so good too. Off the Grid is easily one of Kanye's most merciless and progressive bangers in a while. It's damn futuristic with its dystopian vibes, psychedelic undertones, as well as that drill beat switch that I mentioned earlier. Creatively structured but insanely catchy anyway, and the same goes for the song Jail, which is anthemic. I love its uh, sunburnt guitars, the Kanye vocals, Jay's inclusion again. The song Heaven and Hell has a kind of linear progression too, with the instrumental ending off with these very distorted buzzing synthesizers and totally unhinged uh, kidsy ghost style ad-libs. The gorgeous, gorgeous melodies and pristine atmosphere surrounding the song Moon make that one a stunner. And talking about stunning, the song Come to Life, which features all of these very fast, propulsive, minimalist piano layers. Jesus Christ, the way the track launches upward, it feels like uh, experiencing the rapture. And then the very chilly, airy, floaty no Child Left Behind is, is sort of like the aftermath, the calm after the storm. Like, and between these tracks, I do just want to comment and say, like, Kanye's clearly been working on his singing uh, at least a little bit as of late. There are moments where his uh, vocals can be a bit off, like on Pure Souls, but like when he's on, it's some of the best singing he's ever done on record. I think Donda contains some of his best rapping and, and writing in a while, too. The storytelling on Jesus Lord is certainly worthy of high praise as Kanye weaves in reflections on drugs, addiction, abortion, being desperate to connect with his mother again. Given the content, I think this is one of the most telling, personally, uh, verses for Kanye in a while. And, uh, you know, in regards to his mother passing, I think this is like, in music anyway, like the most he's processed this in front of us. Then Heaven and Hell has this manic Yeezus type energy to it, vocally and emotionally, he just sounds revamped. The bars on Jonah make for a really interesting narrative in the record because there is a lot of posturing, there's a lot of aggression, there's a lot of pushing people away, but also feelings of isolation too, which I think it makes sense for Kanye to reflect on because all of the negative reactions, his behavior as of late has been eliciting from his loved ones and close friends. His rapping on Hurricane has that charged up redemptive energy to it that I feel like calls back to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. It's like Kanye once again knows he's put out a record that like disappointed the fans and as a result of that he like really wants to come back with a vengeance and you know prove people wrong. And once again his raw energy on Off the Grid proves that there's just something about Kanye that snaps so hard even at this age to where he can bring two young guys on a track and like totally keep up 
that energy level with them and, and not sound like a guy who was in his freaking 40s. Now, of course, there are some corny Kanye bars in the mix here and there, uh, like the God Bestie bar or the uh, bar about uh, Hertz rental cars or even the Buzz Lightyear line, which fits especially weird in such an emotional moment on the LP. But honestly, with each Kanye project, I kind of expect these bars to happen, and at this point, it's really a matter of whether or not they are derailing the record overall. Uh, on Jesus is King, I think that was especially the case, uh, considering that, in my opinion, a lot of the material on that LP was weak. With the material on Donda being so much stronger, I don't think that is a concern. Overall, Donda, I think it's a good record, I think it's a good, big, flawed, godly record with some of Kanye's best material in a long time. And while it's not a perfect LP, it's not my favorite LP, I am enthusiastic to see Kanye at least reach a point of creative stability and focus once again. And I'm also hoping this leads to at least some semblance of a personal focus and stability for, for my own sanity when it comes to the next album rollout at some point. I'm feeling a light to decent seven on this record, Tran. Zishin, have you given this album a listen? Did you love it? Did you hate it? What would you rate it? You're the best, you're the best. What should I review next? Hit the like if you like. Please subscribe and please don't cry. Hit the bell as well. Over here next to my head, it's another video to check out. Hit that up or the link to subscribe to the channel. Anthony Fantano, Donda uh, Forever.